Hello and welcome back to the new disc colony, the low T, no T. All score and seven years ago, Limp Biscuit wins for best picture. The new metal discussion podcast. <coughs> I am one of your hosts, Ross. <coughs> I'm the other co-host, Brent. What up? What's cracking, brother? Dude, uh, I don't know if you're aware of this, but here in the great state of Oklahoma, it's pretty chilly outside. It's fair to say it's cold. Why would you bring that up? I don't know. I don't know. I just thought it would be okay. important. You know, it's been such a hot, hot summer. It has been a hot, hot Unbearingly summer. heat-filled. Yes. That now we're in the throes of... Uh, we got three weeks of fall. Yeah, that was it. And now it's just full on winter. Now it's just cold as shit. We're in the Bumble's butthole at this point. It's cold. It's fucking cold out. Yeah. God damn. The wind. Like Chicago, uh, sit down, okay? You have Obama. Oklahoma, where the wind comes sweeping down the plain. Yeah. What, you're the windy city? Oh, my God. Get out of here with that Full of hot air is what I'm saying. We're the windy state, bitch. Yeah. What you know about that? What you know about a state, Chicago? <laughs> yeah. Fucking city. <laughs> Get out of here. No one cares. No, definitely not. Speaking of no one caring, uh, we have some drinks to try yes. again. Oh, we assure you, this is a new metal podcast. This is a new metal podcast. We'll have the timestamp in the show notes for whenever we do that album discussion. But yeah. for right now, we're going to fuck around and potentially find out yes. about a couple of drinks. Um, and look. F-A-A. Yeah. F-O, Fafo, fuck around and find out. Fafo. Oh, hey, I like it. Take it, internet, it's yours. <laughs> Reddit's like, no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Downvote. Um, but uh, we've each brought a yeah. Mountain Dew varietal. Unprompted. Yeah, to, to the figurative and literal table today. Yeah. Uh, let's start with your drink because uh, okay. we've both had this before, but it is a classic and also classic. an all-timer. It's kind of so. hard to find, too. A little see bit. It a lot. Yeah, you have to uh, search for it a little bit. I don't know why Pepsi does this, but I don't know. Uh, this particular um, delicious uh, variety of their beverages is so difficult to find. We're uh, we're going to start with the Mountain Dew Full Sugar. Is that what it is? Real, Real sugar? sugar. Real sugar. Uh, this is what happens when pop starts stops getting. Um, polite. subsidized by the U.S. government <laughs> and starts getting real. Uh, no high fructose corn syrup here, bitch. No. Just real sug sug. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's it's if you haven't had it out there, highly suggest you try it. Um, just for a footnote, it is Friday night, so we're getting and the fucking, mood is right. <laughs> we're getting fucking crazy it's tonight, guys. Fucking nuts. All right, you ready for me to crack this bad boy? Yeah, do it in the mic so the people can hear it. It was like a, a Mountain Dew's death rattle. That's what that was. It was haunting. Oh, uh, it's like it's like pop sids. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. So uh, I've got a couple of whiskey glasses for us to drink out of because again we're classy. We're classy. Drink. You know. Headshot. Right. 
my parents put the stemware right. on the top shelf so I couldn't reach it this time from my high chair. <laughs> so uh, we're just doing the the uh, the whiskey glasses here. But I feel like it's got like a slightly different uh, tint to it. Would you agree? Like yeah. it's not as a n- like nuclear yellow. No, but it does have a uh, a very specific look to it. It's not quite urine yellow. It's, yeah. it's not quite um, regular Mountain Dew. It's like a bit more clear. It reminds me of the yellow tint of one of those yellow Gatorades, but Ooh, not, yeah, good call. not cloudy. Remember when Gatorade used to come in a glass bottle? You remember when Gatorade wasn't racist? Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> okay, here we go. Let's, just, let's, 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 uh, let's try this bitch here. Yeah, go right ahead. Just negging Gatorade for no reason at all. Mm-hmm. It's so it's so much less um, sticky. Yeah, like it's not. It, I mean, high fructose corn syrup. Obviously, it has syrup in it. Yeah, um, but this just tastes like um, like a fresh. I don't know, dew that you would find on a mountain in the morning. I don't know. It tastes full flavored, is what it tastes like. You know, like it. it I feel like it properly coats your entire tongue instead of just like. There's something about anything with the the corn syrup that's just. It just tastes artificial to me, yeah. you know? And I, I tend to shit on Pepsi a lot for having a, an artificial... Yeah. <laughs> it's a pile of it in the corner. Hey, you know, watch out for those Q1 2023 <laughs> badges, you know? Um, but it, it does, like, have a, an artificial taste to me, more so than, like, Coca-Cola or whatever. But uh, there's something about them getting the rear... Rear... <laughs> the rear mm. sugars. Hey, going right. back. Hey, shitting on the Pepsi, dude. Hey, it's got to come from somewhere. Um, but the real sugar Pepsis and the real sugar Mountain Dews are spectacular. Fantastic. Yeah. I don't even know why they have the other version of it. High fructose corn syrup? Yeah. Well, it's because corn is subsidized by the U.S. government, hence my reference earlier. Um, That's why we did their first album first. Yes. Right? That was yes. episode two. But um, yeah. George W. Bush, George, well, H. Herbert Walker Bush paid for corn, right? Was that his presidency? No, I guess that would have been, I don't know. When did Clinton come president? When um, did Clinton come? Well. Every night. <laughs> uh, but yes, this is a uh, a very good drink, and I want to see the real sugar Fantastic. versions of this out in the wild more, yeah. more often. Because it's just better. It just tastes better. It does. By just, far. Yeah. It's just far superior. Yeah, but it's a better product. Because because uh, corn is subsidized by the U.S. government, um, high fructose corn syrup is a lot cheaper than getting real sugar. Oh. So they get their sugar derived from corn because we grow a shitload of corn in this country. Is that why I keep seeing Elote, Pepsi, and Mountain Dew flavors? God, that sounds so good. It really does. <laughs> I had that earlier today. It was fucking delicious. Elote, Pepsi? No. <laughs> just Elote. <laughs> oh, dude. I love Elote. Elote. Elote? Hey, baby, what do you say we go to the courthouse and get a lote? Can I get some L-O-T? L- <laughs> I'm curious, though. You, unprompted, also surprised me with something I've never yes. tried before. Real quick, uh, before we reveal what it is. I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but I think it's fair to reiterate. Uh, I hate Christmas. No bit. I just no I bit. hate it. He does. I he straight up does. hate it. I am so miserable. <laughs> I saw a commercial for some type of um, holiday shopping event on Halloween night for, for Christmas. Christmas. Yes. And I was, I was pissed. I was like, you can't do that. Like, Halloween's corpse hasn't even cooled. Yet. I know. No. Like, 
if Christmas had its way, it would. It, it, it was, was ever warm. <laughs> it would. If Christmas had its way, it would begin on July fourth, and no one will convince me otherwise. But no, luckily, no. Halloween is the only stopgap we have protecting yeah. us, because it, it's already overtaken Thanksgiving. It's the Great Wall of China keeping the Mongols out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Mongols being <laughs> led by. <laughs> A giant spider-esque uh, Mariah Carey <laughs> <laughs> with her tendrils reaching far into the... I'm tired. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. It's Friday night. I should be getting amped up. Uh, hopefully this Mountain Dew does a trick. Hopefully. But yes, but you hate you hate the, the Xmas. Absolutely. However, when I went to the store recently, I saw this variety of Mountain Dew and I... Couldn't believe my eyes. I sat there rubbing my eyes for about 20, 28 minutes, somewhere in that range. Mm-hmm. And eventually they were going to kick me out of the store. But before they did that, <laughs> yeah. That was Brent rubbing his eyes. Okay. Yeah. That was some tiny dogs. Um, <laughs> but I uh, I grabbed this bottle of Mountain Dew. And it's, it's brown. It looks like I shit it in this Mountain brown. Dew. It is, it is a, a very brown... Uh, version of of this drink, and it's the flavor is called fruit quake, meaning that it's I guess supposed to be fruit cake uh, flavored. This is wild. Yeah, this is the the craziest one I've ever seen, and I've seen some yeah. wild shit. I've seen Mountain oh, yeah. Dew Code Red, Code Blue, what? Code Orange, uh, <laughs> Code uh, Green. No, that's just regular Mountain Dew. Uh, Death Con Three. <laughs> The Kanye flavor. The Kanye. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I figured we would try this. You know, it is technically in the holiday season, or at least kicking off at this point, unfortunately. Already. Rip me. Uh, So I figured we would try this one. You want to go ahead and and get your pour on? Let's let's Let's, see. uh, Let's crack this bad boy open. Let's hear how this one sounds. Oh. Well, just a classic. Classic pop. Yeah. Classic pop. Mm Mm-hmm. Duels. I mean, it doesn't smell bad. Mm. <laughs> Dog does not agree. No, yeah. <laughs> Little Miles here oh, is not a fan. Oh, wow. It's like cranberry colored it when you pour it out. very much brown in the bottle, but we pour it out. Yeah, it's got kind of a cranberry uh, thing going down. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Wow. I don't know what to think. Because it does look delicious now. Like, it really in, does. In the bottle, it looks... Like shit, like literal shit water. And this is, uh, wow, this is interesting. Interesting. I wonder yeah, let's if I can try this. this. Let's try this thing out here. Hmm. I have a poor sense of smell. I have for like a decade and a half. Yeah. So it just smells like, it smells like sugar, and I don't know what else. I don't know what else that would be. You just tried it. I, I, I don't hate it. Hmm. Interesting. It does taste like a cran, it, it does taste like cranberry Mountain Dew. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. It's interesting. It's got a lot of flavors in there. You can you can keep this one. <laughs> this one has like some weird. I don't know what that is. That's that's unique. Unique New York. Unique New York. Yeah. Huh. I don't okay. mind it. I don't mind it. Yeah. This is a this is a no from me. A little pitchy dog, but uh, I uh, commend Mountain Dew for getting this color right because the the color is is good to me. I gotta say, I kind of I kind of dig it. Well, 
Enjoy the rest. Okay, I'm of taking it. the bottle. <laughs> yeah, go for it. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> well, uh, that was drink chat. So um, there's there's that. So you know, I could tell the listeners were enthused by that. Oh man, our listenership just shot up. Oh heroin and other nodding. Off. Just everyone's turgid as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Men, women, all of them are hard. You avoided saying children. Yeah, I did. I really did. Um, well. So we can move on from talking about drinks to talking about Blinks, because I don't know if you heard what? about this, but there was a new single from Blink-182 Oh yes, that came out uh, mid-October. Yeah. And uh, we just hadn't had a chance to record uh, in person since then. So uh, have you heard this song before? I think... Uh, I'm going to say no. Okay. <laughs> makes, for right. better, makes for better podcasting. No, I've never heard this. Okay. Play it. Wait, what is this music? <laughs> What are ears? How does sound work? Sorry for that burp. What are magnets? Uh, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna play this song. We can uh, listen to it together. I've heard this uh, probably four or five times at this okay. point. Interesting. Um, the first time I heard this, I was uh, surprised. I'll just say, but this is the first song that's released by the band when Tom has rejoined Blink right. 182. So uh, yeah, it's the the classic three, not necessarily the original, because uh, Travis wasn't part of the original lineup but whatever nope. so this song is called edging <laughs> edging I wonder what that means i don't know let's find out okay drums censored i think it was just like him hit that note oh okay is this the new theme song to el paso salsa <laughs> Get the row. Wait, is this the edited version? Whatever the case. Oh well. It doesn't have the E on it. Fill it in for yourselves. So that first, okay. first, that first verse was by Tom. This is Mark. Yeah. Congrats on uh, beating cancer, by the way. Yeah, good job, dude. You really did it. Idiot. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, yeah. It is weird, cancer though. Cancer sucks. That, uh, Hot take. Yeah. I don't like cancer. Damn. You can have that one, too, internet. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like... All of these artists we've grown up with are just getting regular life diseases. I know. You know, like, it's bad enough when uh, musicians we like or whatever die from drug overdose or suicide or whatever. Yeah. But this is just like, oh, I'm old, so now I have to start worrying about cancer or yep. whatever, you know? I don't know if people get cancer younger than that, but I'm just saying. This is 40. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess these guys are probably in their... Well, no, they're probably in their 40s still, right? I, uh, I think probably in their 50s I don't think like they were that much older than us, but maybe. Who knows? No one does. <laughs> I've heard that... Um, um, Mark has a really hard time hitting those higher notes, um, oh, yeah. which is understandable because he sings really high. Hell uh, yeah, this, dude. So, yeah, dude. 
This does sound heavily processed, I will say. Okay. Uh, much like this Mountain Dew that we're drinking. Heavily yes. processed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? I think that Mountain Dew okay, tastes... so he's 50, so... He is 50, okay. Yeah. Oh, this is 50. Um, real quick, this Mountain Dew tastes like lipstick to me a little bit. It's like melted lipstick uh, in a Mountain Dew. So it's like, if after you went to a bar, you're, you're like walking around, cleaning it up, you saw a, a, a shot glass that had some drink left in it and you're like oh let yeah. me get a let me let me finish off this i'm i'm fine i can give me your keys <laughs> and you take a sip out of it and it's just like has lipsticks stained on the glass or whatever it's a very specific flavor it's a very specific flavor yeah that's what it tastes like so but i believe you yeah this is a sponsorship by the way tom DeLong is 46 okay oh interesting yeah. I didn't realize there was that big of an age gap between them. Because that's like a huge gap when you're in high school playing in a band together, you know? Right. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a big. Yeah. And uh, Bavis Turker is 46. <laughs> okay. About the same. So. Well, exactly Hoppus the is the old one. Old man oh, Hoppus was a random man. <laughs> well, uh, that was Edging by Blink-182. Coming at you live. Ross, what do you think about this new song from the band? It's all right. Yeah. Uh, it uh, it got more earwormy for me uh, after I heard it about three times. Yeah. Like the chorus I thought was really catchy. But yeah, the, the vocals do sound heavily processed. There's something like, it almost sounds like phased in a yeah. way, you know? Nothing screams punk rock than heavily processed vocals. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I shouldn't be shitting on him. No, no, it, it's it's okay. I I was a big fan of Blink One Eight Two back in the day. Mm-hmm. I I liked them. I like the first. Was it like um, was it Dude Ranch and then uh, Enema of the State? Yes. Yeah. Uh, those were two pretty big albums for me. Um, but I was younger and I kind of grew out of them. Uh, I would say by the time I got out of high school, I was kind of like done with them. Which I feel like they're the perfect high school band. Uh, because they're, you know, they're talking about fucking around and being dumb and, uh, you know, all the stuff that high schoolers do. And so, you know, naturally, I was into it. It was fun music. It was a high energy. It was catchy. Um, but it's a little, uh, I'm going to say it, hot take, a little juvenile. A little bit. I was surprised to see that they went back to more, uh, well, you already said it, juvenile lyrics for this one. Because they had stepped away from that with that self-titled album. Right. Back in the day, and they got more, um, uh, I guess, more grown up a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Um, But I don't know. I thought this was a a fun song. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a running theme today. (laughs) (laughs) It's not preview. (laughs) But I I wanted to bring that up because, uh, yeah, we did listen to Blink-182 back in the day when we were listening to New Metal. That was just like... All the stuff was on the radio at the same time, so right. I thought it was like a, a cool like throwback thing. Yeah, Blink One Eight Two and Limp Biscuit occupied like the same period in time for sure. Yeah, um, that late '90s, you know, halcyon days mm-hmm. uh, before you know nine eleven. I was just saying before nine eleven. Yeah, things were better. I can say things were great. They were better. Yeah. I, I don't even remember. I just, rem- I have, really, I have the notion that that is the case, but I couldn't tell you exactly what was different. I think it, things just weren't as polarized, but I don't, I don't have like a point of, I don't have anything to point to regarding that, you know, because point be- yourself, motherfucker. I won't do it. No. I don't no. Know. 
I'd try it in a mirror, but I can't see my own reflection. I've you got a broken nose, broken eyes. I've got Dracula eyes is the problem. <laughs> when I fall off that jungle You're not a gym. vampire. <laughs> yeah. You just have Dracula eyes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, medical, it. it's a medical condition, dude. <laughs> yeah. How dare you? Damn. Man. But, yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's it's uh, we haven't recorded in person in a little bit. Um, mm. So yeah, I haven't seen you in a while. Well, now you see me. <laughs> All right, cool. Moving on. And now you don't. <laughs> Just playing peekaboo on the podcast. Um, well, last episode we did uh, Halloween, All Hallows Eve. Oh my God, what a time it was! Truly, a best time, time of the year to live, laugh, love. You know, whatever mm-hmm. signs you would see at a Bed Bath Beyond or whatever <laughs> the fuck. Um, is that phrase done? Live, laugh, love, or is that still going around? I still see it. Really? I uh, yeah. From right. time to time, it's uh, my wife likes to go to these little like homemade craft shows, and that's just like a go to expression. And uh, yeah. yeah, it just it won't die. It's like MAGA for women, <laughs> kind of, sort of, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's wine o'clock. Oh, uh, from the people, <laughs> from, from the, the people, who, <laughs> <laughs> from the people who brought you, it's wine o'clock. <laughs> Comes. Mike Lindell. <laughs> oh, boy. Smoking crack. Yeah. With a pillow. I don't know. It's this yeah. uh, uh, my pillow. Mike. Yeah, it's a my pillow guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a cool guy. <laughs> cool, mus- cool, guy. cool mustache. <laughs> yeah. He looks like uh, original Donkey Kong Mario, but, like, <laughs> but poorly drawn. Not, not Mario. That guy, the right. my pillow guy, looks like he's born jump drawn. man, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, yeah. You read any read or seen anything good lately? Uh, what has transpired? You watch Andor yet? No, I've not seen Piece Andor. Piece of I was... shit. <laughs> I know. I know. Hell yeah, dude. Well, you've only got two weeks left if you want to just binge the whole thing. I was going to ask you how many episodes, because I literally looked before you came over tonight to see how many episodes were out. So and the I saw... tenth one just came out. Right. And I thought that was going to be, because sometimes Disney will say all episodes now streaming. Right. No. It did not say that. They got two more episodes. Holy shit. 12 it's like, episodes. It's like the longest series that's ever existed it's so in good. history. It's I've, so I haven't started good. it. I don't want it to ever end. Really? Yeah. Okay. Ah, I've, you you um, sung I its praises it. last time, and uh, I just haven't had time to do it. I've been in such a horror movie mode that I yeah, fair. didn't get to it, but uh, I will watch it at, at some point. I did watch the other day. Um, I'd never seen it before, but... Um, oh, Fuck! What is it called? Um, it's with the clown with like the he's got the, like the black mouth and he, Terrifier. Is that it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I watched that movie. Didn't yeah. like it. Oh really? No. Okay. A little much. Oh. Was it like? Was it? Have you seen it? No, I've not seen it. But oh, okay. Don't. My <laughs> my uh, my friend Mitch, who's on uh, the Terror Table podcast, he and. Uh, his friend Boozy and then somebody else uh, reviewed the sequel. They said it was really good and they liked the first one. Okay. And I, I'd seen that clown before, but I didn't have a, a link to that movie. It is when I say bare bones plot, uh, that's giving it credit. Oh, okay. <laughs> it is literally like uh, no plot. Women go into a warehouse. Oh, and hold on. they Slow die. Down. 
okay. <laughs> no, trust me. <laughs> no. It's really it's it's, it's really um, the plot. I I use that word very loosely. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the 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 plot is there to service the clown doing horrible fucked up thing. It's basically like moving from gore piece to gore piece, like climate change. You said it, brother. Yeah. Hey, you want to know what's really terrifying? The rising tides. <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. uh, no, but it's gross. It's really fucking gross. And I, 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 I think we talked about this. I, I'm not like a the biggest like uh, like sadistic gore fan. Like mm-hmm. I can take some you know over the top violence and grossness in my movies. It doesn't bother me. But when it's just mean, <laughs> and this movie is mean. Yeah, I'm talking mean. Okay. We talked about uh, we talked about um, True Grit, right? True Grit? I don't think so. Did we not? Mm-mm. Okay. No. True Grit. I thought we did. Um, it's uh, got uh, good old uh, what's his ass? Um, John Wayne. John John Wayne. No. Um. Uh. Jesus Christ. Um, Are you talking about the the old one? Oh wait, I said True one? Grit. God damn it! No, not True Grit. Bone Tomahawk. Bone Tomahawk. Yeah. Fucking hell! I was gonna ask if that was the one. Yes. Ugh, my brain is not working. Um, Bone Tomahawk with the uh, with the vivisection. Yeah. Um, this is way worse. Oh, there is yeah. a very similar scene, but it is. I mean, the Bone Tomahawk one is not great, but mm. this one, f- holy fucking shit, it goes bonkers. <laughs> did, did you just yell, seen it? <laughs> yeah. Seen it. Samson's did it. <laughs> uh, no, it is. It is rough. Yeah. Um, uh, and it's just like, it's just mean. Like, there's no... And it's shot like a porno. Like, it's shot like a... Like a late 2010s porno mm. with just like the same level of acting, uh, the same like kind of shitty digital video recording uh, yeah. where it's, you know, not film at all, but it's not like even pretending to be film. It's like kind of that weird blur uh, mm. when people move. Um, that's really indicative of those like cheap early digital cameras. Okay. Um, but like I said, it's really just an excuse to show just like horrific gore scenes. Is it akin to the Saw movies? Where it's just like no, torture porn, that type of thing? Well, the Saw movies, <laughs> I would say, have 10 times the amount of artistic integrity behind them. Oh, and, okay. Yeah, and I'm not putting much artistic integrity into the Saw movies or mm. giving them that much. Uh, this movie has zero artistic integrity. It is literally just like, hey, we came up with a really, a really creepy clown. Mm-hmm. Let's come up with some like horrifying, disgusting deaths and then uh, shoot it in a warehouse. And uh, it they did is, it. It is rough. I, I mean, look. If you know what you're getting into, and you know mm-hmm. that hey, this is just like I'm going into this for this reason, yeah. then sure. But a good movie, it is not. Okay. It is an experience movie that you can like watch and be like, okay, I watched it. Where did you watch this? Did you stream this somewhere? Uh, I actually found it free on YouTube. Oh, really? Like, t- the really? full movie, totally free and, like, high quality on YouTube. Wow, okay. I don't know. It it had been up for, like, a couple years, though. Um, mm. And it's got, like, millions of views, and so it's, like, legit. Wow, okay. 
yeah, so yeah. if you want to watch it on YouTube, fucking it's up there. Terrifier full movie, I guess, and you'll see it. Wow. Okay. Um interesting. So, you know, hey. <laughs> well, hey, since we're talking about horror movies, I had this thought the other day. I was like, fuck, I need to remember to tell Ross about this. Have you ever seen Malignant? It came out last uh, year? Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay. How did you feel about that? Because I, uh, and I don't want to like spoil the thing here for people who haven't seen it. Right. I kind of want people to discover it because uh, I, I do think that part of it's important. But that movie was yeah. not for me, at least at that time. I do want to go back and rewatch it at a certain point. But it does seem to me like when I watched it, I was like, "Oh, I bet Ross would like this." I enjoyed it. Yeah, of course. Um, I kind of, I had kind of heard uh, a couple things that I wouldn't say spoiled it, but like, uh, let me know what I was in for, and so I went in with like expectations that were like that it, it met those expectations. They weren't high expectations. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were. Uh, you know, like, hey, this is a bug nuts movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it has an insane premise. Um, and. Yeah, yeah, I, I I enjoyed it. Yeah, um, I thought it was fun. Okay, it, it was like I really enjoyed like the B movies, and it really reminds me of like a shitty B movie, like mm-hmm. a Basket Case or something like that. Um, but uh, maybe it lacked some of the charm. Um, like yeah. there wasn't a whole lot of like, uh, like I don't know charm put into the movie. It just seemed kind of like, hey, we got this wild ass premise. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just kind of go crazy with it, and for that, you know, hey. It was good. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I uh, I thought it was an interesting idea, but I thought the movie was longer than it needed to be. Like it took yeah, a while to like yeah. kind of get there, you know. That's fair. But I yeah. feel like once you're there, if you like that twist, I mean, you're all in. Oh, yeah. At that point, you know. Right. But I remember seeing that. I I I heard. I didn't hear what it was. Yeah. But I heard that they were going to be discussing it on how did this get made. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, so something must be going on with this if they're talking about it, you know? Yeah. So I watched it, and I got to that point. To, well, just before it, I was like, man, this is taking forever. Like, what is what is it I'm supposed to be looking for? And then, like, once you know, you know. And yeah. <laughs> and then it, it, it pounds it to the floor. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it fucking guns it for the rest of the movie. There's a... Uh, uh, yeah, I think they could have gotten to it a little bit, little bit quicker. Yeah, um, and just spent more time in the bug nuts area. Mm-hmm. Would have been, would have been uh, maybe a little bit better of a movie for me. Yeah, uh, the gel fight scene is pretty fucking wild. Oh, though. that's crazy! It's like yeah. somebody in disco clothing and shit in there. That's why. Yeah, there, there are things like that where I'm like, okay, I, I enjoy, I enjoy this. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I think we, I, I had kind of referenced this on last week's when it comes to like kind of the B schlocky movies. Um, which obviously this is trying to like emulate a little bit. Um, I feel like there's a charm lacking from modern movies that try to go that route. And that's mm-hmm. kind of how I felt about this was like, it lacked a little bit of the charm. I tried to imagine this shot in the eighties by like John Carpenter mm-hmm. and how much more fun it would be. Um, but you know, I mean, whatever, like mm-hmm. who, who the fuck am I? Um, it was, it was, it was, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It was fun. Uh, have you seen Barbarian? I have not. I've heard it's uh, pretty crazy. That's my movie of the year so far. Really? It was stellar. And I don't want to like overhype it, but I think it's peak cinema. I like. Wow. It's They've done it. They did it. All right. They beat Dumb and Dumber 2. Is it a lot of jump scares? Because I'm getting a little like to the point where like. No, like there's 
a little bit of that, but um, it's just a wild story. Huh, okay. So don't look into it. Uh, as far as like, don't don't look up any information. I've heard I've I've had a couple things sort of like inadvertently uh, spoiled for me, but yeah. I, I don't know like the full. There's there's more to it. Okay. Than that, yeah. whatever it was you saw, I don't even know what it what it. <laughs> you know what it was. I don't know. More. Yeah. Okay. There it is. There it is. They, okay. Yeah, I'll check it out. They did a a good job of marketing it to where they they just tell you what is okay to know. You know, it's like uh, when they were marketing Avengers Endgame, they're like, oh yeah. There you go. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, Thor's not fat. What? Why would Thor be fat? No. Guys, come on. No. Uh, so is that that's your movie of the year? Barbarian, yes. Boy, I don't know what I don't know what movies have come out this year. <laughs> Did Dune come out this year? No, that was last year, was, right? I think so. I haven't seen that. Uh I'm just say Dune again. <laughs> Still my movie of the year. <laughs> Are they? actively working on the sequel yes yeah i think yeah. i think they're they're actually filming it uh filming it now I, like right ooh, now right as we speak oh, oh my right, god. right over there Dang. oh my god yeah oh it's, it's john dune he's <laughs> back at it <laughs> hey are you doing again he's doing again john dune oh man hey man we're doing we're doing it well <laughs> doing it and doing it and doing it um don't worry darling no no that's not it <laughs> Although I didn't, I didn't mind that movie. I thought it was okay. It's on my watch list. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, I think I think people are being a little unfair to it. Like, but but it's not like an incredible like holy shit movie. Mm-hmm. But it's certainly you know like it's fine. Yeah. Did um, you have you seen Booksmart? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Booksmart is great. Booksmart is great. Yeah, yeah. She, uh, Olivia Wilde, directed that movie. Oh, uh, did she? Okay. Within an inch of its life, uh, and it's fucking stellar. Really, it's okay. a great comedy. Yeah. Okay. You should check that out. Booksmart. Mm-hmm. Book S Mart. Um, what were the superhero movies that came out this year? I don't feel like there was anything that really jumped out at me superhero wise. Oh, this year, I Doctor know, Strange Two, Mom of Madness, Thor again. Oh yeah. Which was okay. Yeah. Black Panther 2 just came out. Oh, yeah. I guess the year isn't technically done yet. No. I've heard good things about Bullet Train. I really want to see that. That sounds like it might be a little bit up my... Ooh, you know what? What? I'm going to say Prey. Right now... Oh, it's a, you're, that, because you're religious now. Y- yes. I get it. Yeah. Um, um, I'm going to say Prey. That's one of the ones that are coming to mind that I can... Uh, uh, the Northman. How about the Northman? Northman. North. <laughs> he is Northman. <laughs> it doesn't seem like there was that many great movies that came out this year. Am I crazy? Uh, no, I feel like there's been a lot of stuff, but it's. I didn't see year. the Top Gun. The Top Gun. Oh yeah, Maverick. Yeah, I still haven't seen that. Yeah, I hear it's. I hear it's just fantastic. Yeah. Um. So you know. Maybe there's some more movies I got to see before I make it a fin- The monsters, the monsters. <laughs> Have you seen that? No. Oh, okay. Uh, I've heard. An, I've heard all I need to know about it. <laughs> if I just get really stoned one night and I'm just like about to die, I might watch it. Yeah. Um. Otherwise, yeah. I I, I know a lot of movies did come out this year, but I I can't think of many that I'm just like, uh, that I was like crazy about. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna say, 
I'm going to say toss up between, (laughs) for sure. (laughs) I'm going to say toss up between uh, Northman and Prey. Okay. I've seen Prey. I haven't seen Northman. Um, Northman is, um, it it was kind of sold more as an action movie, and it's not really that. It's more of like a drama movie, but uh, I would still, uh, I would recommend it. Yeah. Let me put it this way. I I don't buy movies too often, but I did buy The Northman. Okay. Like, like purchased it. Yeah. Because fuck. Is that good, huh? So good. Okay. Um, I got really into Nordic stuff earlier this year. Well, you bought a Nordic track. I got a Nordic track. You're like, hey, wait, there might be something to this. <laughs> I traded in my wife for a Norwegian woman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can do that now. You can trade them in. Oh, of course. Yeah. You get too many miles on yeah. them. It's just like, oh my God. You'd be surprised at the value of used women. <laughs> Well, they stopped making those microchips. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like, oh, the value shot up. Yeah. Trade in now, boys. Yeah. I'm oh just kidding, God. baby. I love you. Uh-huh. Never trade you for anything in the world. <laughs> no. He, uh, he's looking through a catalog right now. <laughs> no, I got really into like a North, North, North mythology. Um, Norse mythology. God damn it. Norse mythology. It's hard to say. Norse, Norse mythology. mythology. Uh, I got really into that. Um, I read a lot. I tried to not watch as many movies this year. Um, mm. I just tried to like read because I used Gross. to be, I used to read a lot and then I kind of just like stopped reading several years back and just didn't read a book for like years. Same. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Since high school. I was like, huh. So they really did hop on pop. I think that's everything that Wait, needs le- to be said. Legitimately, when is the last time you read like a, uh, a novel book? A novel? Yeah. No, no pictures. No pictures. I don't know. Eighth grade, something like that. I don't, I don't, I couldn't Probably tell closer you. to the truth. Than- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, uh, so I purposely, the beginning of this year, I was like, you know what? I'm going to cool it on the, on the TV and just uh, stick with a couple shows and then spend my time that I would normally watch TV reading. Mm-hmm. It's been good. Yeah. Been good for the brain. Yeah. Anyways. And, and the nanny. The nanny. <laughs> my wife was watching that when i left she's watching it again oh okay i was gonna ask if you guys finished it oh we finished it she's Did on a second second run through watch it yeah of Pick, the year picking up all the details that you missed the first yeah. time uh we when i left uh it was the one with uh where she goes out with john stewart the green, green lantern, lantern. <laughs> <Boo>. <laughs> yeah uh no uh john uh daily show stewart oh okay um and uh, yeah, they like are, like click together and are like, oh my god, this is amazing! And then they they go to a wedding, and uh, <laughs> turns out like they're cousins and they didn't know it. Oh wow! Yeah, wild. They still fuck. It's good, <laughs> and it shows it. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, dude! CBS was wild back it's in the crazy, day, dude. dude. Yeah, fuck crazy, yeah. dude. You're crazy. <laughs> well, speaking of crazy, <sighs> we should. Tell you what, why don't we take a break, and then we can come back and we can uh, do our best to discuss the album for this episode, the self-titled album by Burr. It's cold in here. Perfect. Yeah. All right. We'll be back. And we're back. Hey, everybody. Thanks for letting us go pee-pee. Um, we're back. We, we, we appreciate your 
<laughs> accommodating us to go tink tink <laughs> yeah. really means a lot. Thanks for sticking it out while we stick it in. That's right. What? Um, Look, okay. sometimes we get a hankering to play swords, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We drink all that Mountain Dew and our piss turned yellow and we acted like it was lightsabers. Mm-hmm. Mine actually came out greener than actual pee. It tasted weird, too. Yeah. I thought so. Yeah. yeah. I'm good, though. I mean, I mean, I told you to sta- stand at the bottom of that ice flume. I was like, mm, <laughs> yeah. wait for this. Let me know. Pee. What do you think it is? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So for today's album, we are covering 1998's debut by the band Cold. Indeed. Jacksonville, Florida's own this album was released June 2nd of 98, and it was on the label Flip A&M. Flip A&M. I'm going to go ahead and start kind of playing it in the background here. Yeah, that's fine. This is the first track, uh, which is called Go Away. Go Away. Um, and the track kind of just starts. Like, it's silent for a little bit, or very quiet, and then it kicks in. Yeah. Matter of fact, you can probably turn it up a little bit more okay. if you want. And... What, what do you think of his voice? What? Uh, I know. Okay, here's the, here's here's the elephant in the room. Elephant. It's a fresh elephant. Can you hear some Freddie D in the background? Yeah, then? that's Fred Durst yeah. with the backing vocals. There was some screaming back there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the elephant in the room for me, I am not, I am not a cold. I'm not familiar with Cold the band. Oh. Not I don't know. I, I don't know that I could name a single song by them. Name to be two songs. Uh, right now. Go away and <laughs> uh, give. Fuck, you did it. I did it. Call my bluff. Um, so I don't have any real like familiarity with this band at all. I have no nostalgia, no, no, no nostalgic attachment to it. Um, so I know I, 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 in doing research on this, I did find out that there was a lot of people that are really big fans of this band. Yeah. Um, and so to those people, I would say. Hey, if you if you really like cold, by all means keep liking cold. We're not gonna we're, we're gonna try not to be harsh, but also this is a comedy podcast, so feel free to laugh if you want to laugh. <laughs> that's what we, that's what we tell people all the time. Grab <laughs> yeah. grab the listener by the lapel. You can feel free to laugh. Please, 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 please just give me free. something. Just give me something. Um, but I have a big my my biggest note on this band is the singer's voice. Scooter Ward. Scooter Ward. Scooter Ward is the vocalist. He does guitar, piano, and keyboards yeah. on this album. Um, I don't like his voice. Okay. I don't like the way he sings. Hmm. He does a, like the rolled up tongue thing. Yeah. Um, like to, uh, to an almost comical degree. <laughs> no, I know that like... Um, they were kind of probably a little bit early in that um, that wave. I know some grunge singers kind of did it a little bit, but um, it was a little bit more restrained, and a lot of those guys could sing really well, and they just kind of use that as like an affectation occasionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Lane Staley did it a little bit. Um, uh, Pearl Jam kind of does it a little bit. Uh, Stone Temple Pilots kind of have a little bit of the that kind of thing. Reminds me a bit of Scott Stapp as well. I was going to say, it, it, Creed really came along and sort of 
I would say ruined this way of singing, um, uh, or or made it made it a joke. Now I hear that some of the later cold stuff, they I guess they kind of don't do the mushy mouth singing as much. Uh, I did not listen to any of the other newer cold albums because I wanted to kind of. Just I'm, focus I'm not on familiar with them. I wanted to like focus on this album, right? Um, and just up top, I'm going to say, I, I just didn't didn't totally love the vocals. Musically, I think they're pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Um, the production on it is is pretty good. Like, there's some good production. Uh, there's a couple songs that, even though they may not be my 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 flavor of tea. Um, they weren't the worst thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Um, it, it's good for what it is. It's just that his voice is so obnoxious to me. And he sings in the same register, in the same key, for pretty much like 95% of this album. Yeah. Um, also, he sounds like he's really sad and depressed, which I know is like a thing for a lot of bands, but it gets to be a real slog when you're listening to it, especially if you're not... Like if you have a nostalgic attachment to it, this stuff probably isn't as um, obvious to you. But uh, if you're like me and you're not familiar with this band, listening to this album is is a little a little rough. Um, yep. So what are what are your uh, what were your first impressions on this? I thought this was the greatest album that's ever existed wow. in the history of anything. And wow, I stand by it, and I will die on that hill. Seven strings. Yep. Uh, yeah we'll put an eighth string on it potentially all right this has been uh, the nudist colony we'll see you guys tomorrow (laughs) bonus episode where we get our shit together (laughs) um no so i'm i'm familiar with cold i remember hearing some of their songs off their second album on the radio back in the day and i thought they were okay you know Mm. um but it it's very much i don't know like i guess how i would classify it is the Stabbing Westward album that we talked about recently mm-hmm. was more industrial with some uh, sprinkling of new metal on it. Yeah. And, I, you know, industrial is not really my thing. Outside of the legendary band Gravity Kills, uh, there's oh. just not a whole lot of meat on the bone for most industrial music for me. Yeah. Um, I, I felt like I liked it back in the day, but I've since kind of gravitated away from it. Um, well, gravitated away from it? Yeah, and it almost killed me, yeah. Uh, Whereas this album is very much like just almost straight emo with a little bit of sprinkled in new metalness. It's super butt rock. Oh, that's a good point, yeah. It is butt rock central. Yeah. I feel like they got in on the butt rock early, too. Because 98, was Creed around in 98? Creed was around in 98. I feel like, uh, if not, it was real close. I would, I would imagine so, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like they, they kind of uh, led, led the way with that, uh, uh, with that, with that style of music, with the and the kind of uh, very generic riffs. Um, uh, again, like you know, some of the production and and the musicality behind the album is decent, but. Uh, it just the way it all comes together is just it's not for me. There's no fun in this album. There's <laughs> no fun in this album at all. Um, let me look. I'm looking up Creed. My own prison was released in '97, so a year before oh, okay. this album came out. Uh, but June, not that June 24th. not that long. Like yeah, like a year. 
you yeah. know so it 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 was within that time frame when I was researching the band Cold. I saw that they'd been around for a long time before I saw they ever that. got yeah like eighty six yeah. or something like that yeah. yeah. So these got this is this was like they formed a band years after we were born, like just a few years after yeah, we were born. Crazy. You know, right? Yeah. So like these guys got to be like old, right? I would think so. By the time of this recorded, I mean, the, yeah, I mean. Say generously, they were what seventeen when they formed. Yeah, I I suppose so. And then math happens. Oh my god! And then so they're like, what? Got to be getting closer to thirty at this point. Yeah. Which hey, you know, nothing wrong with that. I'm almost thirty. But no, no, it it. I wonder if he's been singing like this since the '80s, or if this is. him uh, uh, in, uh, adopting this inflection with his with his voice because of bands like Creed becoming popular. Um, who knows? Only Scooter McNary or whatever his name is. <laughs> Scooter Ward. Scooter Ward. How dare you? Um, yeah. I, so so what? They're from uh, what? Jacksonville. That sounds right. Yeah, Jacksonville, <laughs> Florida. Uh, I legend says that Fred Durst. Uh, saw them performing in a band or in a band in a club in Jacksonville. He liked what he heard, approached them and uh, had them record a couple of demos, one for check, please one for ugly. They were both acoustic tracks. And then he pitched it around to, um, I don't know if it was like Ross Robinson or record label execs or whatever, but mm-hmm. long story short, they got signed somehow. Yeah. And then they recorded this album. And that's why Fred has backing vocals on two songs. One on this song we just listened to, Give. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Go Away. And then uh, another one on the Japanese edition bonus track, Blame, uh, which I listened to on YouTube. And it's it's kind of like the first song. It's just like oh. you hear him in the background and that's, that's about it. Right. He, he doesn't have any like soulfly bleed level verses that he drops, you know? Unfortunate. But... Uh, really could have done something to this album. Yeah, you would think, but it, it is weird the the bands that catch Fred's ear because he found yeah. Cold, he found Stained. Mm-hmm. Like if you're a puddle of mud, oh, that's right. Yeah. Man, fuck yeah! If you're a band in this era and your your band name ends with D, and you're from Florida, you got Freddie D's attention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's some some qualifiers there. Uh, to to fill out the the rest of the the band member list, uh, Kelly Hayes on guitar, Jeremy Marshall on bass, and then Sam McCandless on drums. And uh, yeah, so that's who's to blame for this album. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, the, like Ross said, it's uh, this album is is I assume fine for people who like this type of thing. Uh, it's, it's just not our particular cuppa, you know. Yeah. Um, we like fun stuff. Yeah, there's there's not really a whole lot of groove or bounce to this. No. Um, yeah, and again, I you know I'm not big into lyrics, though I did clock some lyrics that were like alien related or whatever. Uh, hey, it was a late '90s man. X Files. You, you had to, man. Um, it's the law. <laughs> <laughs> There's some additional vocal work by uh, producer Ross Robinson, assistant Chuck Johnson, Crystal Atkins, and Fred Durst himself. And, uh, you know, I've got some other notes here, but if you want, we can move on to 
the next track. Well, I did want to oh, uh, sure. uh, call out. Originally, their band name was Grundig. Oh, that's right. Uh, which apparently is like a is like a German uh, speaker manufacturer or something like that. Yes. And they were trying to sue them, and uh, then they changed their name to Diablo, and I guess there was some issues with oh. that one as well. And then, actually, it was <laughs> Satan got pissed. He got pissed. Uh, but apparently it was Wes, good old oh, yeah. Wessie B that came up with, Borland, the, yeah. uh, with the band name Cold, which is probably the least uh, creative thing he's ever done. <laughs> I did hear about that, and I was like, wow. So that was just like a single word pitch? Like, was it a joke, though? Like, why don't you call it Cold? You know, like... Y- yeah, and they took it seriously? Yeah. Because that... Knowing what I know about West Borland, that sounds nothing like mm-hmm. Duke Lion fights the terror. Came up with cold, mm-hmm. like come on, uh, no, um, or maybe he did, and I just whatever. I don't know. I, um, it, it seems like cold is a name that would have been taken already. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised there wasn't a band named Cold already. There's a band named Bread. You'd think there's a yeah. band named Cold. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah. It. It. it, it, it it kind of goes along with, uh, I think, the overall theme of this album, which is just sort of... <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, it's not the worst thing I've ever heard. No, um, but it's hard to get excited about it. It, it is, it is. Uh, what the kids call mid to me, you know? Very mid. It's, uh, you know, some of the reviews I saw for this album uh, were by fans of the band, and they were very excited about this album. But when I was listening to it, I was like, I don't really understand what they're picking up on that I'm missing out on, I guess. Yeah. Agreed. But people like what they like. So maybe that's, Hey, if you like it that. by all means, keep liking it. Um, we, we fucking dare you. Variety makes the world go around. I don't know. Uh, here's give. Um, we'll just kind of play this in the background. Sure. This, um, this song actually did have a video to it. I think, uh, go away had one as well, but I, or maybe it was Go Away that had the video. Any, anyways, it was either this one or Go Away that has a video where they're in like some sort of mental institute. What? And a new metal band from I know the late nineties would Crazy. do something like that. That is insane. Literally. Wow. Um, but in the video there is there's like a woman like walking in a hallway and she's like all like pale. I know, crazy for a new metal oh. video. She's walking down the hall and um of a mental institution and then uh fred durst and uh jonathan davis mm-hmm. are there in suits like looking around with flashlights while the band plays in another room and then there's like some cybernetic dog that like runs and then they're like chasing the cybernetic dog yeah and then the video just sort of trails off and ends yeah uh but it is funny seeing jonathan davis and fred durst like in suits running around with flashlights yeah i you know what when we first started this podcast, on that first Corn episode, I watched all the associated music videos for that album. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'll just do this every time. I didn't continue that at all. <laughs> yeah. I did. I simply didn't. I just didn't do that. The only reason I did for that one was because I had read that uh, it's the video has Jonathan Davis and Fred Durst. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll watch that. I scrubbed through to see like them, and it was like a blink and you'll miss it type of thing toward the end of the video. I was like, oh, I guess that was them. Okay. Yeah, they're in quite but a bit I, I of it. Want- uh, I don't know. Like maybe you weren't paying attention. Oh, I didn't watch the whole thing. Well, I just I just scrubbed through. But you're not um, a true cold fan. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I've done. I've taken this time to do some soul searching and come to find out. Uh, yes, I am not a cold <laughs> fan. Uh, I and my family appreciate uh, 
you respecting our privacy during this difficult, <laughs> difficult time. Um, this uh, this song "Give" is the first single off the album, which is kind of bizarre Very. to me. I don't I don't hear any like solid hooks. I guess no. But then again, the, there really are no solid hooks in this. It, it all, it's falling into that trap where I've noticed that like the the stuff that we don't like is the stuff that the singer just sounds the same on every album or every song mm-hmm. where singing in the same key with the same intonation with the same like you know vocal effect or, or you know uh, vocal approach um, and the same kind of melody is repeated over or, you know if there is a melody most of this is just meow 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 now I just heard the news today <laughs> Yeah, and and you know that that is that is the biggest sticking point with me. It's just the the vocals are just to me atrocious. But uh, so that's give. Yeah. So we'll go into the next song, uh, "Ugly," which I did make a note on that. I thought the vocals are a little bit better on this. They don't dip so much into butt rock territory. Um, they do a little bit, obviously, but they're they're. It's a slight, but then again, it's a really slow song. It's very somber very serious things I don't like all things I don't like <laughs> yeah um this is not why you get into the new metal game baby you know right yeah you get into it to have fucking fun mm-hmm. I, I feel like maybe you can't plan new metal new metal happens to you yeah. you know what I'm saying like I think the issue with his vocals is like for me, he does the same thing. Look, look, people are gonna get pissed. People are gonna get fucking furious. Hit it. But he does this thing where he manipulates the sound of the vowels in his singing, uh, and elongates words, truncates certain parts of of what he's saying as well. Like, like if you read the lyrics as you're listening to him sing, that's the only way you could kind of decipher what he's saying. Otherwise, it right. just sounds like. He's marble mouth. Yeah. But it reminds me a bit of Chino Marino in that Watch not yourself, like counsel. I I'm just saying, Your Honor. I'm just saying Chino does a he has a similar approach to how he sings. And you don't hear that a lot in new metal. But if you like I could not tell what Chino was saying by listening to a Deftone song. Not Ooh. until I would read the lyrics would I be able to tell. Right. Because like the syllables are all over the place. Like, it's hard to detect yeah. a, a rhythm or a pattern of singing. But Chino is a thousand times the vocalist this man is. Do you think so? I think so. <laughs> I will walk out of this house right now if you don't agree with me. Um, so, yeah, the, uh, Ugly, this is one of the songs that I guess demoed acoustically. Uh I should go back and say, uh, this is the first studio album by the band. It was recorded at Indigo Ranch Studios in Malibu, California. And uh, it was produced by none other than Ross Robinson with Jordan Schur and Freddie D. Fred Durst helping out in the... I don't know. I don't know what he was doing. I don't know if Fred was, like, manning the boards at a certain point. I don't know. I don't know what that what that oh, means. He, exactly. Oh, hey, we got the pain I feel... You can't have a butt rock album without that line, the pain I feel. <laughs> Is there a more cliched 
phrase in all of rock and roll than the pain I feel? No. No. I, don't, I really don't think so. It's like every Stain song is something about the pain I feel. Mm-hmm. And look, it's okay to have one or two songs like that, but yeah. when every song is about the pain that you feel, I, 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 it loses all meaning. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's the issue with this whole album. I did read the lyrics, but like they're just so fucking uninspired that, yeah. and there's just nothing there that mm-hmm. it could you could you know you could interchange this with any late '90s, early 2000s like rock butt rock band, and they're all it's it's all the fucking same thing. It's all about the same shit, the same whiny approach, the same compl- it's, it's whiny and complaining is what it is. And w- w- coupled with that voice, it just look if 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 you were in a band in the late '90s, early 2000s, and you you, you played shows, uh, chance there there is a like 99% chance that you played with a band that sounded exactly like this. <laughs> yes, 100%. It it does sound very much like a local band. It totally yeah. does. A guy that can't find the melody in the chord progression, so he just like mm-hmm. that that kind of um, that approach to singing. You can kind of fit in with just about fucking anything mm-hmm. seriously um it is not a I'm trying to find the right phrase for this it, it technically follows the chord progression but it is just like the most uh just 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 down the middle down straight down the middle um uh melody like uh, you, you can hear like in in like a Deftone song where they'll have like kind of a, maybe a more simple riff that's in the same key, and Chino will find a way to to find a, some crazy melody that fits in there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's a, that's a, that's the sign of a great singer is someone that can take kind of a simple chord progression and find a really interesting melody, and then you have guys like this who just simply cannot, they cannot find the melody in the progression um, that isn't just the most generic safest like melody that there is and it's a, it's a thing that if you if you play guitar and you try to sing and you try to write songs inevitably your early songs are going to sound like that mm. um until you maybe like learn a little bit more music theory introduce yourself to different styles of music uh then then you'll find sort of unique melodies if you're good mm. and um he, like I said, like we said, every local band that was kind of like you said, mid did this, um, sort of found these very generic chord progressions and then just found the most generic melody and covered up their inability to sing or hold a note with like, because it's kind of easy to do. That's like country singers will do that they they, yep. they do the same thing where you can you can kind of cover up for not being able to hit all the notes by uh like kind of this like mumbly um instead of you know a really clear uh open um melody yeah um if if, if any of this makes any sense uh, no yeah this is the mumble rap of new metal I think that's what yeah, you were very much so. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah, like mumble rap. Yeah, yeah. Generic mumble rap. They all sound like they're singing the same melody, and it's yeah. boring. And it, there's no, there's no uh, originality to it. There's no uniqueness to it. It just all sounds the same. 
And this is this album for me. Like, it just all sounds the fucking same. Pissing on your titties because I'm shitting on your titties. Uh, oh man see I think the problem with this (laughs) with this album in particular uh, is uh, they made their songs mid when they should have been fucking fire dude they didn't they should have just wrote fire songs I don't know why they didn't do it you know so many bands just write mids and they could write fire like you did mids which is like okay but it could have been fire but they weren't you could have been even swag, and at least it would have been interesting. I mean, like it could have been bussing. Honestly, it could have been bussing, but no it ca- was no cap, fam. Could have been bussing. It wasn't for real. For real. Yeah. Um, no, like I, I think that's a good point that you made though about um, you know playing guitar and trying to sing along with it because he was Scooter Ward was one of the guitarists during this era yeah. of the band, and I read that on I, I guess starting with the next album they brought in a. Uh, like a second guitarist so he could just vocal vocal he could focus on his vocal performance and that's when they started getting airplay and i think that's when the songs started getting better like some of those songs okay i listened back to and i thought they were okay you know for what they were maybe but, that's part of the reason then maybe yeah i didn't listen like, to anything else i just try to focus on this album but with that in focus like now all i can picture visually in my head while listening to this is you know when somebody is like playing guitar and also trying to sing but they're looking at their hand positioning yeah, yeah. on the neck that's like he's he's not giving his all for his vocals because he's like trying to is this yeah is this a chord <laughs> is this it i don't think i hit that right i wonder if anyone noticed that i'm not even strumming i, I can't even find my guitar pick <laughs> uh this is an old shoelace i'm playing with um so uh, I, I don't know if I mentioned this, but uh, the two singles for this album were Give, which was uh, the second track, and then Go Away, which was the first track. Um, Ugly was the demo song. Uh, do you want to move on to track four, Everyone Dies? Let's do it. Is that a little like... Is that your... It's my phone. Your phone? Okay, cool. Yeah. I don't know why it's doing that, I, but I, it's I, doing it. I asked that knowing the exact answer, but I want the audience to know. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. So they don't... It's like when you're uh, back in the day when your CD player in your car would skip and you would look at the radio. <laughs> yeah. You're like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you're looking at the radio. Is it going to fix anything? Uh, but this song, Everyone Dies, is the one I was talking about where uh, a, a reference to aliens is made. Um, they come down from outer space to blow up all the human race. All right. I did say I, I the, the chorus on this is okay yeah yeah this is listening back to it this isn't so bad um outside of this album like typically whenever we do these episodes like leading up to it how often do you listen to an album would you say like how many times through would you listen to um it really depends uh this one i think i gave it maybe three full listens and then would kind of go back and listen to like individual songs just okay. to kind of try to find something to talk about <laughs> yeah it was difficult for this one it was it was tough uh stabbing westward i think i gave it like yeah maybe like two or three listens yeah if it, that's as much as i can do if i can't get into the music if it's a, if it's an album that i like I'll, I'll give it you know four or five listens but something like this i it, three was my max yeah i'm about the same with with something like this yeah. and i think that's a fair amount of listens to 
give this, you know, for yeah. this for this dumb podcast, right? Like, sure. You know, listeners, if you ever have a problem with anything we say, imagine having to go through and listen all the way through an album you don't really care for multiple times uh, within like eh, roughly a two week period. Yeah. And then have to form an opinion about it. Uh, and I feel like most of our listeners get it, but it's just yeah. at a certain point, we're, we're struggling to find something to discuss. Yes. And thus, I'm talking about this right now <laughs> because... Big time. Uh, there's, yeah, there's only so many things you can say uh, about this particular song. Like, this one is fine. Like, I recognize the melody, but only after listening to it live. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of this feels... Right forgettable very but again i wouldn't necessarily call it bad it's just it's not yeah it's not bad i don't want to give the impression that i think this is like absolute shit i think it's just very mid yeah and it could have been fire i I heard that on a podcast once uh the sales for this album were just under forty thousand in the u.s and uh that was primarily due to a record company merger which halted the album's promotion and to that I say, but even still, <laughs> yeah. like, how far would this have made it? Because, like, how does this album hold up amongst all the other new metal that's out there? I feel like any of that would have gotten, any song on this album would have gotten swallowed up by literally anything else yeah. that was out there. You Agreed. Know? Uh, next up, we've got uh, uh, Strip Her Down. Additional vocals by Crystal Atkins. I tried to look up information on this lady and i i don't didn't, didn't really find a whole lot so i don't she know who doesn't exist oh my god she's a malignant this is the longest track on the album this summer <laughs> crystal atkins has a health food store named after her uh yeah this is the longest track on the album and it's like track five i thought that was so bizarre this it seems sounds like a final song yeah every time on the listen back for this album I got to the song I was like fuck I know and I would like tap my phone to see how far into the song it was it was like 38 seconds it to <laughs> 6 minutes 13 seconds and I'd tap it again it'd be like 57 <clears throat> seconds I'm like oh my god this song is forever it's it, it's another one of these like slow songs yeah and I don't know I don't know so depressing and just how do you listen to this and I, I'm not saying every song has to be like happy, go lucky, or whatever, but like this is just a slog to me. I I'm so wildly curious why this wasn't the end of the album. I know. Maybe it's like like lyrically, is it does it mean something to be track five instead of track eleven or whatever? Like track eleven, make her sick or makes her sick, is three minutes fifty nine seconds long. <laughs> yeah. So. I don't know. I'm. I don't. I don't understand. Okay. Uh, well, we get the idea. Yeah. I, I. I did say that. I. Some of the instrumentation, some of the uh, production on this, is okay. It's not my cup of tea. But I can tell that it was like some effort went into producing this in a decent manner. The the drums sound like Ross Robinson produced drums. Like yeah. they have that that hollowness to them and has that poppy snare. Of course, not this part that I've talked about it on, but like, uh, you know, a minute ago it it had that on there. But okay, insane. This is insane. 
into my brain. <laughs> Another long one. This one's five minutes, 41 seconds. God. So they, they paired up the two... Uh, no, I'm sorry. Serial Killer is uh, five minutes, 35 seconds. But uh, I feel like this is the most mumbly song out of all of them. My note for this one is extreme mushmouth singing on yes. Farsis for this one. Turn it up just a little bit. It, it sounds, sounds like a joke. Yeah. <laughs> Literally what I was going to say. <laughs> it sounds like someone is like creating a skit. Yeah. Where uh, Mark from Home Improvement, his like in his goth face, <laughs> he's playing this like this is his band in Tim Allen's garage. <laughs> Tim walks by and like peeks his head in the door and Mark is like sitting on his floor with a candle, like looking at it and Tim like turns around and looks at uh, what's his wife's name? Jill, the bitch. <laughs> uh, like every '90s um, mom had to be like the bitch, <laughs> yeah, of the family. Yeah, because they couldn't develop their personalities or yeah, give of them their not. own wants and needs. And every man back then thought that a wife was just like a nag. That was like the joke. It, yeah, yeah, not. Not, even, not anymore. Not in real life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so insane. I, I have nothing else to say. It just mumbles and mumbles and mumbles. Uh, I mean, we can move on to uh, track seven if you'd like. Goodbye, cruel world. Bye. I said, hey, this starts to. It starts out not bad. It sounds different. Yeah. I like the bass tone on this. Has that yeah. growl to it, you know? And it's like up tempo, but then. Yeah. It sounds his his vocals and melody sounds exactly like every other song on this album. I don't mind his like screamed vocals. I think those sound like out of all of his his vocals on this album, I think those are the most tolerable. But it sounds like uh, someone put peanut butter <laughs> on his tongue before he hit the vocal booth. Yeah, th- th- this this way of singing is just I, I, intolerable to me. Like something about that type of vocal approach on a song like this. Like if it's just this music, I can see bad. I can see like a little pit forming at the concert and whatnot, you know, and like <laughs> yeah. it's moving around. But then like the vocals kick in, and it just seems like it just. Uh, puts a wet blanket on yeah. that energy, you know? Truly. Uh, Dude, you can give it something. You can give it a little bit more energy. Yeah. Uh, I have another note on this song, but we'll we'll let it play for a second. Uh, this album was generally well-received by critics. <clears throat> I Okay. Um, maybe this is like a, a, a proto-emo type of face. Maybe there's more... Um, connection to like uh, was it like new wave the new metal with the like emotionality of it and all of that stuff you know yeah so maybe from that standpoint it's maybe that's why it got good reviews or whatever during yeah. that time I, I was shocked when I saw that it got good <laughs> honestly shocked uh, right here if you want to turn it up uh, I've got it noted wipe out drums <laughs> oh man! 
I mean, it's a good tone on those on those toms. Mm -hmm. Sounds like he like stuck a mic like out in the hallway, which is you know a valid mm -hmm. approach to recording, doing something different. I feel like the drummer finally got to like let loose on this one. Yeah, because the uh, everything seems so like butt rocky, like you said, to where you're kind of locked into this tempo for most of the album, and then yeah. they, they finally. Like, Got to let one loose. I this, think this might be my favorite song on the album. I was gonna say this is my favorite track on this album. Yeah, because yeah, it's at least at least got some some energy until he starts singing. Yeah, and then it just it just levels out with the rest <laughs> of the album. Um. All right. So that's uh, goodbye, cruel world. Next up, we've got serial killer. <laughs> serial killer. Track eight. Again, five minutes. 35 seconds. Oh, boy. Yeah, this is a, a long one. Uh, while this is uh, getting to where it needs to go, um, you know, the the album didn't have excellent sales despite the good reviews and uh, lacked heavy promotion. Uh, however, it was ranked the eighth best album of 1998 by Kerrang! Magazine. So those Brits... Wild. We gotta fucking throw them in the harbor, you know? I do not understand... How or why? <laughs> Truly. Um, so, yeah, this album is self-titled. We kind of went over how the band got their name and, and all of that shenanigans. Um, so, Ross, we're at a point where we absolutely have to talk about the cover art to this album. Because I cannot believe how uninspired... I had to look at it just now to <laughs> remind myself what it is. Because I... <laughs> The most forgettable. I mean, it looks like a something you mock up in uh, graphic design 101. Oh, this is like, oh, I have to turn in my homework assignment in a minute and a half. <laughs> yeah. What can I do? And it's it's this. It's 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 shockingly bland. Yes, uh, it's like a red orange background. I mean, like people can see it, but. Uh, just why? Why? Why was this the the one like the the? It looks like an advertisement in late '90s comics, where they were like, "Oh, we just figured out what Photoshop is. Let's use <laughs> yeah. all of the fonts. Let's use all of the like <laughs> the clip art background textures." Um, yeah, like the the red background on the, or the I'm sorry, the white lettering on a blue background on top of a red background, mm -hmm. but everything is just. Squared Red, off. white, and blue. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Like, I don't, I don't understand. I really uh, don't. Yeah, I don't. Uh, eventually, the band would go on to adopt this spider logo. Yeah. Um, which I think is better. But it's they, better. They, they never came up with a consistent like font to use. Right. Like they had a couple of consecutive albums where they had like a the same font, but yeah, it just changed over time. Yeah. It's like, yeah, just maybe pick one. You know? Yeah. And spiders are creepy. <laughs> um, I did say I, uh, I thought the instrumentation on this uh, on this song was was okay. Mm. Um, it's a little generic, but like I think it's uh, performed well. Yeah. Um, and again, the production behind it is pretty solid for what it is. Mm -hmm. 
but well, it's uh, Ross Robinson, you know. That's what. Yeah, without Ross Robinson, this would have been a fucking nightmare train wreck. Yeah, and it's already not great. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he tried. He, he definitely tried. Like the the album sonically sounds good. It's just not what you want. It, like if yeah. somebody's like, "Man, we're gonna fucking rage tonight, dude. We're gonna throw on some new metal." No one's gonna be like, "Oh, like, you're gonna play the first Cold album." Everybody's gonna be sad, dude. Throw on ugly, real quick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can rock out to that song. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anything um, else for you on this one? Not serial killer. Hell yeah, let's move on. <sighs> so track nine, superstar. I have one very particular note for this. Um, Hit but me, you, daddy. Hold on. Yep. <laughs> my, my note is... It's the brown note. <laughs> my literal note <laughs> is this synthesizer sounds like a fart. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it does. It's, a, it's like a very sawtoothy synthesizer sound. <laughs> but it, uh, <laughs> <laughs> when I... <laughs> <laughs> and there was like probably a conversation like no that sounds good no that's good <laughs> this is the best part of the album yeah. um, <laughs> I did put on here that I thought the progression uh, the chord progression on this was at least something a little bit different than the rest of their songs uh -huh. um at this point, I'm reaching for. <laughs> I'm just like every time I hear the synthesizer, I'm picturing a butthole open up, just like Goatsy. <laughs> it reminds me somebody put a um, somebody put a flashlight <laughs> all, all, over a muffler, <laughs> and so when they rev it up, it's like. <laughs> I saw this like recently too. It's like within the past week. I was like, wait, what am I looking at? It took me a minute. <laughs> Oh shit! That might be the bass guitar with a weird effect, and it stops. <laughs> like the progressions over this album are are pretty just bland and generic, but hmm. this one kinda has something a little different going on. Um, he still doesn't make a good melody out of it. Is the no? But they've got the like new metal vocal effects. <laughs> oh god I, I, I <laughs> Bass fucking rules though <laughs> Alright um, Move on to track 10 no. The switch I have no notes for this song Yeah no notes for the switch uh, Let's give this a, a second here Hey, 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 guys, I'm Elon. <laughs> I just bought Twitter. I'm having a breakdown <laughs> in public. <laughs> the Switch. I have a Switch. I have a Nintendo Switch. Do you? Yeah. Right now I'm, I'm uh, playing Near Automata, which is a wild game that I'm really enjoying. Oh, okay. Um, it's about cyborg androids in the future. Oh, Instead of the past. Instead of the past. Yeah. 
like way in the future, um, and you fight other like giant robots. Oh. And uh, but it's actually got like a really crazy uh, like premise. It's all about like the, the the thing that sold me on it was like uh, I'm gonna paraphrase this, but um, it's like all black, and you hear a woman talking, and she's like, you know, people have debated for centuries, you know. Uh, the existence of God uh, well at the end of the day I just really hope that we can kill him and so oh, well, like, that's okay. like the premise of the, of the game uh, and it's a, it's pretty buck wild um, I really enjoy it um, I'm very close to beating it uh, so that's my switch notes <laughs> I mean that works I would recommend everybody go out there and look up Nier Automata. Um, it's got some really sexy uh, white-haired women in like goth uh, clothing, uh, kicking ass with giant swords. And by goth clothing, you mean like Deadpool shirts from Hot Topic? Uh huh. Hell yeah, dude! No, like uh, they have that like white hair, like platinum, you know, white oh, hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really sexy. I really yeah. dig that. Yeah. Um, but they're also like dressed like sexy goths, and huh. they wear like skirts and. You can tell, like, whoever designed it was, like, a total perv, but they got, like, uh, fat cake asses. Oh, Um, I'm all in. And so you get to just, like, kick ass with, like, giant swords, um, playing, like, a platinum, white-haired, sexy android, and fight It's great. It's better than this album. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, do you want to move on to uh, track 11? Yeah. Makes her sick. Yeah. Cool, dude. <laughs> Again, this is the closer to the album. Three minutes, 59 seconds. Seems like this, in the new metal timeline, most bands put their longest track here. And even if like a song itself is long, the track is long because there's a hidden track or whatever. And like you know? a slower song, because you close it's it's generally close out the album with like a slower song. I get it. Yeah. You know? But no, they, they, just, they sprinkled all their slow shit throughout the album and then this one song that has a little bit of an upbeat tempo they mm. put it right at the end yeah like this could have been a second song yeah track. I, I feel like if this would have been earlier in the album like within the first three tracks it would have given some more energy yeah. to it from the jump it would have made the uh, the flow of the album much a better. bit better you know Sock. Sounds like every other song. <laughs> Can't believe Ross Robinson produced this. I mean, the sound is good, but like, what did he hear that made him go, wow, this is awesome? Because he's produced some incredible bands before, and he he heard Fred Durst say, hey, my record label will pay you some money yeah, to produce probably, this album. Yeah. And usually Ross Robinson gets really good vocal performances out of even like mediocre singers. Yeah. But this is just. Yeah. Like usually I, I picture Ross Robinson like screaming and bringing up childhood traumas and throwing <laughs> right, shit at yeah. singing. Like, <laughs> did he just figure this guy is like got no. Like, this is the most he could get out of him? I don't understand. Scooter, you were 42 in 1986. <laughs> get with it. Scooter. <laughs> Okay, so makes her sick. Um, mm-hmm. That's my notes. 
the total length of this album was 49 minutes 26 seconds but it does feel a lot longer it feels a if you're not longer. into it and you have to listen back to it um multiple times yes and you have no nostalgic attachment to it it was this reminds me of the the cold chamber album that we discussed the the self-titled cold chamber album and that there's i tried so hard I to know, try to yeah. find something same for my notes on the the listen back uh, but there's just not a lot there. So, nope. listeners, if you are a fan of this album, let us know. You know, shoot yeah, us an hey. email. You know, get at us on social media um, because there's just not not a lot of meat on the bone. I for feel us. like the kind of person who would be into this is the, is the type of person who is in, one into lyrics. You know, because some people like are super, super, super into lyrics, mm-hmm. and they're going through a rough time. Yeah, and they were young. And angsty, and then this album probably hit them in just the right spot. Yeah. Um. Uh, it, this never hit me in the right spot. I it was never. I never heard this when I was in a position where I've never been a big lyrics guy. For one, um, I'm generally a an okay happy guy. Like, I mean, I'd be like you know super happy all the time, but like. I'm not like the. I'm not like a super dark person. Like I can usually laugh even through situations where I shouldn't. Um, we live in a society. We live in a society. <laughs> oh, the Batman! It's oh. <laughs> <laughs> my Joker. Um. Yeah, whoever's into this is probably into the Joker. <laughs> That's but mean. like too much? Yeah, like way too much. Yeah. That's a Joker tattoo. Um, no, no, no. Look, if you're into this band, please don't take any of this to heart. Um, we love you. Um, but we're just not the biggest fans of this album. I, I hope that our listeners will understand, or at least the people that have listened so, to yeah. like the other albums that we re- have reviewed. Um, so that was the end of the album, but there was a, a Japanese... Uh, edition bonus track which oh, yeah. is blame now it's not i couldn't find it anywhere on any streaming service uh however it is on youtube and i figured i would go ahead and play that out as yeah. we're kind of wrapping things up here now this one is another track that features backing vocals by freddie d okay uh so we'll we'll kind of let this play have you listened to this i have song? not no oh it's not exciting uh don't worry oh well so cool uh yeah This is turned up as well. It's just got to take it its time to get there. Hey, it's the same vocal intonation and melody. (laughs) The the guitar has an effect on it that's very new metal to me, you know? Yeah. This is like a garage demo. Is that Fred? In the background, that screaming. He's just screaming blame. I think. Okay, here, yeah, yeah. Yeah! Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. This is every local band in the early 2000s that you've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Every one of them. Yeah. Four guys in cargo shorts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and too much gel in their hair. Hey, you guys didn't have to come out on a Wednesday night to see us, but you did, so we're going to play some originals. 
Go see my girlfriend at the merch stand. <laughs> We've got some burn CDs on sale. We just broke up, but <laughs> we'll see how things go. <laughs> um, so that was that was cold by cold. Cold by cold. Um, look, there's there's no surprises here. No. We did we didn't care for this album. No, you know, not for us. Um, that said, do you have any final thoughts on this? particular album anything that we've not previously (laughs) said i feel like we've kind of said all we needed to say for the most part you know yeah it just uh, very like not the worst thing i've ever heard but just um doesn't not does not uh touch me in any personal way yeah Mm -hmm. which i want it to yeah um but no very in my in my experience it's very generic um very dour very um just no no energy no happiness no joy all darkness and just kind of plodding um sludgy but not in a good way um and yeah it's just not 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 it's not for me how about you um yes yeah yes uh i'm in agreement with you on that uh there's just not anything here that I w- would want to hear again or go back to yeah, or no. get excited about. Like sometimes we have these, uh, like Monster Magnet, we've talked about on a previous episode. Yeah. Um, you know, I at the time I didn't like Space Lord. I hated that song, but in years since I've grown to love it. Yeah. And I get excited to hear it. Hell yeah. On the radio anytime it comes on, and uh, even though I didn't like it back in the day, there is a. A uh, bit of nostalgia that comes with it as well, yeah. which is kind of odd. But there's nothing here. Like I didn't grow up with this album, so there's no nostalgia. There's no, um, just not really a lot that's interesting. Uh, again, I, I feel like they said it best on that podcast. They this this album is mid. They could have made it fire. You know, they could have made it fire. They made it mid. Yep. So. Any bands out there? Any, you know, musicians? If you're trying, if you're currently doing something that's mid, just make it fire. Yeah, it's easy. Just make it fire. It's easy, guys. Yeah. If you make it fire, you know, it's not mid. Everyone, <laughs> I, thank you. Yeah. I was trying to get there. I just you couldn't have said words. it better yourself. <laughs> I, Lord knows, I didn't even try. <laughs> uh. So yeah, that was a uh, blame. Uh, by I'll by Cold. Oh my God! We, we got to do a Gravity Kills episode. Even though it's not new metal, let's just do Gravity. Let's Kills. just fucking do it, <laughs> you know. Uh, so, uh, you know, going over our, our uh, final thoughts there, we do of course have to rate this on the new metal rating of choice, which is seven new metal guitar strings. So, on a range of zero to seven new metal guitar strings, Ross Lichtai. What will you rate cold by cold? I'll give it a two. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fine. <laughs> it's if you like it, I'm sure this. I'm sure this connects with a lot of people. Apparently, there's like a cold army out there. They call themselves like the cold army. They're big. They don't call it a cold cult. I mean, that's much better. Yeah. No, they don't. No. They call it the cold army. Um, and oh, all wow. those cold army guys and gals and everything, 
else, hey, you know, keep loving it. If this does it for you, by all means, keep loving it. But, uh, you know, I think we've articulated why we don't like it. Um, so I give it a two because it's, you know, some of the production is is nice. Um, I think with a different singer, they could have been a lot more interesting. Um, but for me, the singer, much like um, uh, Stabbing Westward, mm-hmm. uh, the singer just, just kills it all for me. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Singers can do a lot of damage, you know. We've all said it. <laughs> The worst. Uh, Singers are the worst. How about you? <laughs> uh, I share your numbering, uh, so I'm also okay. a two. I kind of thought I would go lower, but I do have to give points to the production side of things because, yeah. you know, instrumentation sounds good. It sounds like a professional recording yeah, in that regard. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the the lyrics I couldn't really get into. The vocals I struggled with for the most part. I considered giving it a one, but then I was like, oh, they got a fart synthesizer. That's the best part of the album. I mean, like, look, in a world where we're <laughs> doing fucking bagpipes and didgeridoos, <laughs> uh, you know, we're going to get a fart synthesizer in there. You, hey. get, you get a point for a fart synthesizer. So, yeah, it's a... Bravo. Honestly, though, you get a fart synthesizer, you automatically get a, a two from me, it's dog. Point. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Two twos. Two twos. From the nudist colony. From the new news, yeah. So, yeah, that was uh, that was all that. Um, where and new- a bag of potato chips. <laughs> where do you think new metal is at this point? Um, have we made any progression at all? Since- no, I, I mean, I mean, I think we're we're you know, this is our first foray, I think, into true butt rock territory. Which butt rock kind of is another much like industrial. It's it's another tendril that's coming off of the new metal octopus, mm-hmm. um, and uh, so. You know, I think, uh, you know, it's showing that, you know, I think again, demonstrating more that new metal is more than just what most people think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more of like a, it's more of like a culture, more of like a lifestyle. And I think yeah. these guys fit into this, especially if you see the video, you're like, okay, this, this fits in all the new metal, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's it, the aesthetic of new metal. Yeah. You're checking um, boxes at this point. Yeah, even though they don't rap on this album, um, you know, I think uh, the instrumentation, uh, the way they kind of put songs together, um, has a new metal vibe. I don't, I mean, Ross Robinson produced it, so there you go. Um, I am curious, uh, now that I've listened to this, I might go and listen to some newer Cold songs just to see if I can hear uh, something else there, something that I'm missing, that this Cold Army, quote-unquote, um <laughs> Uh, maybe that that's why they're so into it because this album I cannot imagine I cannot imagine like flocks of people being like cold but researching this (laughs) a lot of people were like cold rules and I'm like boy not not according to this I was just picturing because it's so cold here today I was just picturing like a herd of people standing outside just (laughs) Yelling the word cold. Cold! <laughs> Frost! <laughs> like fucking uh, uh, Bill Shatner screaming Kong, you know? <laughs> but uh, they're just standing outside and like a meteorologist is like, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. You're right. It, it's, it's very cold. It's the cold army. Guys, <laughs> hey, you know what? <laughs> they showed up. They showed up and they were accurate. So they've they've been trained well. Um, yeah, I, I, I feel like 
between this and the Stabbing Westward album, there's like more emotional stuff is yeah. getting brought to the front. And it's it's been there since the beginning with Korn, but I feel like they're just focusing on... But Korn also, while they could have like some serious heavy songs, they would like turn around and like play bagpipes and do nursery rhymes. Yeah. You know, so like... It's the variety, at least, that's that's there. Even though I may not like every single corn song, I I so much more appreciate the fact that they not every song was exactly the same. Yeah. Unlike this stabbing westward, where it's like it just feels like every song is the same fucking song over and over and over. Yeah, I get that. It's uh, it's just kind of monotonous. Same thing right. with that Cold Chamber album, and oh, then boy, yeah. uh, I almost forgot we talked about Head PE, and I mentioned it to you previously oh, yeah. to <laughs> us hitting record tonight. Uh, Oops. Yeah, that was a whole thing. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Goddamn. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, listener, uh, feel free to email us, nudistpod at gmail.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at nudistpod. Check out the Nudist Colony Spotify playlist. There's a link in the show notes. Uh, link to all of that stuff in the show notes. And speaking of the Spotify playlist, on the next episode of Nudist Colony, we're going to talk about yeah. an album by Slayer. Yeah. And listener, if you're like, what? But Slayer is just straight up regular metal, dog. Uh, they had a sorry. <laughs> they had a brief foray, uh, uh, a dalliance with new metal for one yeah. album, from what I understand, on the album Diabolus in Musica. Hell yeah! Uh, it's credited at, cred, credited it's credited <laughs> as being the only new metal effort by. The band Slayer. So I've never listened to this album. Uh, nor have I. Um, I've listened to a lot of older Slayer, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, about this time, I, I yeah, I'm not familiar at all with this. So I'm I only curious. like their deep cuss. Uh, there's a song called "Rain and Blood." You should check it out. Well, I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's pretty. It's it's pretty wild, dude. Whoa. I think you might like it. I don't know. It's pretty fucking weird. Uh, are oh, you afraid? Of, sounds underground. <laughs> are, are you afraid of thunder? Uh, can't get into it. Uh, but yes. Yeah, so Diabolus in Musica by Slayer on the next hell yeah episode. Check it out, Colony. Uh, Ross, anything else for you on this episode? Mm. This high energy, well produced, <laughs> well put together episode. <laughs> we both came in at about a two. Yeah. So we share that with Cole yeah. at this point, you know? Yeah. Um, I guess I would have to say the only thing we have to fear is getting fucked. That's the end. That's okay. it. Bye. Okay. <laughs>